time for a little hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, and the Leafs Radio Network. Played out into the center ice area. Ten seconds left. Bennett gets to center, shot it into the Leafs zone, and it'll be a loss here unless they can score on one last attempt by Nylander, and it goes for naught. Four goals on just 18 shots. Does the Leafs in in this one as they fall to the Calgary Flames and the losing ways continue? Oh, yes, the underlying statement in another loss for the Maple Leafs. The slide continues. That's three in a row and six of seven. Time to break it all down. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you. I pleaded with Gord to open the phone lines. We won't be doing so tonight. Uh, Sam McKee and Josh Santos along for the ride as well. Um, we'll have Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca drop by, but it's turned into a bit of a, a you know, a tailspin, if you want to call it that. Six or seven, Gord. Well, people are expecting a lot knowing you're no-nonsense, Nick. Uh, you know, <laughs> being gorgeous, Gord, I'm just trying to find a mirror here. I appreciate the uh, accolades, but uh, yeah, the game, the game was no beauty. And uh, about, you know, the no-nonsense, Daryl Sutter uh, will be happy with the win but there there was a lot of sloppiness to the win there was a lot of the Calgary Flames hanging in there but um the simplicity is and, and Joe and Jim alluded to it quite a bit is goaltending was a difference and yeah. um the, he was a, and in this case it was not Connor Hellebuck or Thatcher Demko that gave the out of the world goaltending good on Jacob Markstrom in the third period the Leafs kitty barred the door what only like two shots on goal two or three whatever by Calgary were allowed and, and man they just it's not happening right now. Like Austin Matthews been in for him, a funk, whatever you want to call it. The last couple of games, Morgan Riley misses wide open. I mean, these kind of things happen. Some great chances that just don't go in great saves, wide shots. So we were hoping that William Nylander's tying the game against Winnipeg and then winning it with that dramatic goal in overtime might repeat itself. And to the least credit, they, they, they did try to make it happen in the third period. Yeah, it sort of bit them in the ass, for lack of a better term, uh, in the second period, Mark Giordano off the face-offs. And I, I think that's the most concerning part is where the goals are going in um, from distance on Freddie Anderson, Gordo. How do you feel about Anderson right now? Yeah, three from the point. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think I'm as big a backer of Freddie Anderson as anybody, and I will continue to be that. But again, this week, this week, why is he playing hurt? We're talking about Austin Matthews' wrist. Why is your goaltender playing hurt? I don't get that. So uh, it's almost like he had to volunteer that because I think he wanted to rationalize. And I don't think he's copping out making excuses, but I, I just think, you know, they're, they don't trust Hutchinson the same way they did about 10 days ago. Jack Campbell's been hurt. Uh, as we know, the, the farmer and the Dell went quite a while ago on waivers, Aaron Dell. So I, I take it Jack Campbell will be in tomorrow and just hopefully we'll start getting healthy, competent, NHL goaltending from here on in for the Toronto Maple Leafs because since that Edmonton, well, as a matter of fact, goaltending didn't matter in the Edmonton series. They, they played great, True. but it didn't matter. Uh, three different wins by three different goaltenders. It wasn't the world a beautiful place, depth everywhere for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And now you're talking losing six out of seven games, and we got kind of an interesting playoff race. We do, and that's for sure here when it comes to first in this North Division, and especially uh, this this quiet stretch for the Maple Leafs, so like four games in 14 days after tomorrow night against Calgary. They're not back in action until next Thursday at Ottawa, uh, which has just totally been a house of horrors uh, against the Maple Leafs so far this season, and uh, you know, home to the Edmonton Oilers as well coming up next week. So. Uh, they better figure this thing out quickly. Uh, no doubt they've hit a blip, a 4-3 loss here to the Calgary Flames. That's three in a row, six of seven. All in regulation, by the way. Calgary now 4-1-0 under Daryl Sutter. But it's again, it's not like Calgary played a picture-perfect game. I, I thought no. outside of the first 10 minutes of this game where they, they really gave it to Toronto, we, we expected that because they come off a 7-3 loss to their rivals, Edmonton Oilers, on Wednesday. So they were fired up for this game. But after that... I thought the Maple Leafs were the better team and the notable save. Sometimes, Gord, we always talk about this. You need your goaltender to make that big-time stop, and for me, it was the one in Austin Matthews by Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple, but that would have yeah. been it. And then Austin Matthews hit a post as well, but so did Milan Lucic, so maybe a quid pro quo in that sense. The stat that you came up with, or our guy Stevie Fellon, whatever, yeah. we, we steal his stuff. He does a great job. But 31st game of the season for the Toronto Maple Leafs, Stevie says 13 times... The first shot on goal has gone in? Like, like I will never question Steve Fellon. But, I mean, that one, I'm thinking in my head. I go, really? But, I, of course, when you're winning, 
when you're winning you like forgot. they were early on, you kind of go, okay, I, I don't I don't remember that so much, but wow. And so, but when you're losing and it happened, you know, last Sunday and it happens again tonight, like, wow, like you never get going. And, you know, the guy played okay, I'll tell you, is Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah. And he was a minus two before he'd broken a sweat, you know, because <laughs> he was on for that soft goal and what have you. So Which one? Uh, I So I, I like the fact that he, he, he kept at it and played okay. And then the team really played okay. I mean, yeah, they they like they played well enough. Like Ottawa was was annoying because they needed someone to do Drake Batherson. They needed someone just to all of a sudden get two goals and get control of the game. And then it was almost laughable how they dominated in the waning moments and looked like they could have won it. Right? They scored with a the, the goaltender pulled for six minutes and the goaltender's going in and out and shifts on the fly and they just fell down by one goal in a lot of ways. And this one tonight, man, yeah, yeah. They they the good part I guess is they played well enough to win, but at the end of the day. They're not finding ways to win, which is what they were doing earlier. It is a results-oriented business. There's no doubt about that. As for Galchenyuk, you mentioned it, a minus 2, 11-19, a vice in this game. Wayne Simmons, uh, we thought, um, was was decent, really good in this game. 10-36, yep. had one assist. The fourth line in general, I thought was aw- awesome. I'm still uh, searching for a name via social media, and you got to be careful putting that out on, on social media for that that line with Jumbo, with Simmons, with Spezza. But it's crazy how much spark they had. And I, I thought in general... The top six outside of Willie Nylander, I thought was really, really good again in this game. Above normal, we'll call it. I thought it was a really quiet night for John Tavares and Austin Matthews, which has been weird to say so far this season. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned about Nylander because everyone quickly gets down on yeah. down on him. And I think in this losing, uh, effort, these losing times, he's actually been the one guy, you know, game in game out along with Zach Hyman, who maybe even Zach Hyman for himself was ordinary today. I, yeah. I, I think he probably was ordinary because we expect too much. We. I don't know. He just reminds me now that the NFL is signing so many players. Like he's like that running back with the puck that just, you know, keeps going and going and going and doesn't lose it. But uh, yeah. I, and when I say like, I don't, I don't know what to say about Austin Matthews. Cause I'm, I'm getting all these texts and everyone's going about, about his wrist. And you know, he's, uh, he's obviously less than a hundred percent, but you are medically cleared to play. And so that's better, you know, whatever, what, what a 70% wrist. I don't know on Austin Matthews is probably better than a hundred percent wrist shot. And that, that ability on a lot of other players. But tonight was one of those where shoot the damn puck. Why that? That's where you shoot from you and Ovi own those spots. There's very few players that own those spots and he's not able to do that. And that obviously I think a big factor is the wrist. Very tentative, uh, second guessing himself, which is so crazy for a guy who's got 21 goals this season, but it's just a rough patch in this season. It just, to me, it's just crazy. The, the dramatic swing from everything going right to everything going wrong. There's nothing in the middle, right? Uh, earlier in the season, the first what month and a half to two, they could do no wrong. And now it's like every little mistake they make comes back to bite them in the rear end. It happened again tonight, led to the game winning goal for Mark Giordano Two ozone penalties agree or disagree. That's what happened. And unfortunately it's, it's tallying up now in the, in the loss column. Gordon. Okay. So you brought that up earlier, eight yeah. for 16, uh, last 16 PKs. Now, 17. Yeah. Eight for seven. Yeah. So who is your, who is your most important penalty killer? Uh, Jimmy VC. Uh, besides Jimmy VC, now he's gone. Who's your most important current penalty killer? The goaltender. Yeah. Right. So there's a little bit of that, right? That that uh, you're getting so-so goaltending. So that probably factors the PK a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but three seconds, like Giordano, three seconds. Like Zach Hyman constructively had talked about a game or two ago about it. Just said, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not killing it for the full two minutes. And and you know, I think he was being diplomatic and saying, yeah, they usually score when I'm off. And the, and the second unit's back on, and that's not what he was saying. But he's 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 as good a penalty killer as they have. But yeah, three seconds and that shot from the point. And I, I know Lucic flailed at it, but he didn't touch it. And jeez, and that you know. And and um, anyway, and that's that's it. So a power play goal. Uh, there was a chintzy penalty or two, but again, that did not decide the game. And um, and here we are. Here we are, just kind of doing a very different Leafs Nation post game compared to the. Okay, okay. Here's the silver lining. Here's the silver lining. Let's hear it. Okay. Last time the Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup, 1967, correct? Uh, you thought, of, I yeah. think you looked for a second. It was going to be a trick question, but no, 67. Okay. I was going to say, look up in your record book, but nobody does that. Everyone does stuff on line now. Google. 10 consecutive losses, the all-time consecutive game losing streak that year. That year they won the Cup. That's still the team record for the most consecutive losses in a row. So they came out of a 10-game losing streak, went on and won the Stanley Cup. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I'm just saying... How you deal with this adversity is going to be the key. And I think um, we all felt there would be some kind of adversity throughout the regular season. 
I didn't. You know, I, if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't have predicted six out of seven losses, particularly against no Tampa Bay and Boston in your division. Okay, but this it's the same is old a, story, Gord. Like, and sorry to interrupt you. Like, it, it just it's got that same feeling uh, again. They can't get a save. They can't score a clutch goal. I don't know if, about you. Like, I, I had this similar feeling for the majority of last season. I know they got into the bubble, but they were really, really struggling. Couldn't find their game, and it just seems like everything's off right now. From how hot Joe Thornton was to the way Austin Matthews was scoring to the way they were, the way they were moving the puck out of their own zone. It's always a chore now. Like we're back to like last November, last December, where it was a problem to get the puck out of their own zone. So, you know what, that that's, that's exactly, that's a great point because too often I, I refer to the bubble, but really last season as a whole was it, this yeah. is it. They got their act together when Sheldon Keefe came. Okay. And they got dug out of that deep hole. They played their best hockey, but at the time of the pause, they had a terrible loss to Chicago. Yeah. I mean, they, like they, they, you're right. They were having these indifferent games. It's not like, it's not like they were, were saying, yeah, we're going to be in the playoffs. And I think Nick, when we, we, the Leafs played Columbus, everyone said, oh my goodness, this is awesome. No Boston. And so they start thinking about the Columbus series again, but you forget that's the way they went in the playoffs. And that's the thing. That's the problem. You said, okay, wait a sec. Did this last year and look what happened. Please say we're not doing it this year. And, and Hey, as of now, no, you can't compare the two on that level. But I think for an average Leaf fan, that's the trepidation. For sure. And I, I think when you try to find the reason behind it, right, that's in Leafs Nation what we're doing right now, trying to find the reason why this tailspin is happening three in a row, six of the last seven. I just always resort back to playing with purpose. I just feel like there's minimal jam. Like I like what Wayne Simmons brought to the table. Justin Hall gets in a scrap, but... Far too often, at least me watching the game, and granted, Gord, I get it. It's 2021. It's a different hockey game. There's no crowd and all that. But there's just like a lack of purpose on the ace. Like they're just striding, taking the next line rush, and away we go. Like there's nothing cooking offensively. A big hit, a huge forecheck outside of Zach Hyman. I just, they're missing that lack of desperation. And we talked about that a lot last season, and we saw it in spurts. I think we've seen it big time early in the first half of the season. They're truly missing that. Like that big shift to get them going is just really missing right now. Yeah, and you don't have that Kyle Clifford hit. I don't yeah. that doesn't mean you have to go trade for Kyle Clifford, but it kind of showed they needed it. But Wayne Simmons is the kind of guy that can help provide that this year. You hope there's more. Nazem Kadri was able to provide that. That's a guy yeah. that can provide that stuff. But yeah, so okay, first of all, about not playing with you said like purpose. Yeah. So let's say not appear to not be playing with purpose. Because yeah. they may debate that they are. Yeah. But um but the appearances to the contrary, and certainly the results to the contrary. And, yes. you know, and, and that's where it is. And at the end of the day, uh, as you mentioned, if you carry on losing six out of seven from the team we talked about, automatic mm-hmm. in first place, you're out of the playoffs. And this team is not going to finish out of the playoffs. But um, it's just it's just a really unsettling phase. Well, let me just put it this way. So Matthew Kachuk made some comments on Wednesday. They were destroyed. But it's like the Leafs getting destroyed by Ottawa. Wait, that just happened last Sunday. But they were, they're, they're, they were due for a bounce back. And who... I love the phrase, drag them in a fight. And that that's exactly the way I felt Matthew Kachuk played in this game. He got in a scrap. He scored a goal. I'm looking, I don't know if it's one guy, I don't know if it's a line, to take this team and say, you know what, we're doing this tonight. And far too often in recent memory, last season, the previous seasons included, I, that's just been missing that, that you know, the, I don't even know what it is scored, but it's just missing. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but dragging this team in a fight and saying we're not losing tonight. It was missing tonight for me. Okay, but... Nick, at the end of the day, even though they acknowledged that in the summer and added, yes. and Wayne Simmons being the most notable, that element, this team is simply not built that way. True. So the way they're going to do it is not the fight or the hit. It's going to be the skilled goals by yep. Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander. I mean, and 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 that that's a different kind of heavy play in the playoffs. Like, like it's one thing to get hit all the time. We understand that in the playoffs. But to be exhausted chasing Patrick Kane around a whole playoff series, you know, and that's where the way the Leafs are looking to do it. So, I mean, yeah. that's so that's a different kind of kind of toughness, just making it like exhausting the way they played against Edmonton, right? That your skilled players just like holy macro and Connor McDavid looked like a journeyman, you know, for the only time for the only three games in his career. And, and that's the way they're able to play. So, you know, you, you can't expect all of a sudden, Hey, Mitch, go get a hit. Hey, Austin, you know, start a fight. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just, that's not it. So you, so you, you can't, you can't get away what brought you to the dance. I like that analogy. Uh, I, I think just Stella has to get her groove back again. That's Gord Stellick. I'm Nick Alberga. Twitter is hot right now at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stellick at Fan590. Uh, Paul writes in, it's goaltending and the team's playing without confidence in front of Freddie and Hutch. I can't dispute that. I think there's a level to that. 
and maybe they're overcompensating because they know their goalie can't make a save right now. Would you agree? I there there it's an ugly feeling to have bad goaltending and it they is. and they do not have bad goaltending in the big picture but they have a goaltender struggling now so yeah, yeah like you you know a lot of things and you're always trying to think a little bit differently you don't take the same chance and what have you so uh, I I don't know about their confidence I think and having the vet, veterans they've added that way well hey guys we'd rather stuff before it's part of the game and now we're we're hey we banked a lot of points and this is why we did it and let's just figure a way to get out of it and they're going to be supportive of Freddie. Because in years gone by, Freddie has won more than his share of games for them, but not this year. Flat out, not this year. He has not. And, you know, my wonder as we get closer to April 12th, and it's no secret, like management is getting tired of this. And again, I'm not trying to pile up on Freddie Anderson. I've been a big supporter, as you know, in recent broadcasts. I don't think it's all his fault, but I think it's starting to weigh in. You know, the number's just not good enough. He needs to make some saves. How creative do you start getting if you're management, knowing that this has to be one of the years you go for it? You have to be all in uh, in this peculiar season. You're not getting the goaltending. Would you get creative if you're Kyle Dubas right now? And I, I'm talking about maybe acquiring a goalie. No, no, no. Because uh, like, who are you going to acquire? Like, like, like the best goaltenders are going to go to the playoffs and try to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So the body thinks. See where it hurts you is not having a young goaltender that doesn't need waivers. Right, so if you had a young goaltender that was at least was a good number three, mm-hmm. then he won't be get claimed on waivers like Aaron Dell was by somebody else, and that's what hurts you right now, the depth wise. But like, well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get Thatcher Demko, you're not gonna get Connor Hellebuck. I mean, like like you would almost need that kind of goaltender. Well, I not, think Anaheim's open to anything like John Gibson. I'm just throwing some stuff. Yeah, out there. well, yeah. well, mm, so that's well, I don't know if they're open to John Gibson, but uh, that that would be a name. Yeah. Then Freddie and him are paired again, right? Like old times. <laughs> like they well, were I would say get Freddie out of here, but. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not you gotta there. You got to move that I'm salary. Not there. I'm not there. Well, well you're, it's. So, so you're looking. Okay. So hypothetically, yeah. if it came to it. Yeah. I agree in the sense that if you got that goaltender, the other team would have to take Freddie's expiring $5 million. Yes. I get you on that. Okay. Yeah. I, I 100% see that. Uh, I don't. Like, like Anaheim to me is not going to trade John Gibson because. So you think the teams that are out of the playoffs, like. You know who's going to trade whatever goaltender wise. So, yeah, so I, I'm 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 going to see you're going to sink or swim, and also hopefully with a healthy Jack Campbell, because all of a sudden well, you, you seem to have a goaltending tandem legit for the first time in Freddie Anderson's career as a Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah, pretty much, and that that's what I think this direction we're headed. If Anderson can't clean this up at some point, and Jack Campbell say has a good start tomorrow, I think I go way back to I go right back to him on Thursday against Ottawa. We're just at that point in the season, and you may disagree, Gord, but. I think it's job costing if Freddie Anderson can't figure this out. And I'm not talking about Freddie Anderson. I, I think they, they bet on Freddie Anderson. They tried in the offseason. It didn't work. And now here we are in crunch time in this season. Again, there's still tons of hockey ahead, but they need their goalie, their number one guy to figure it out. Because as we've just talked about in the last five minutes, it's going to be tough to find a replacement. But you're all in. Uh, you've preached that you're all in. The big four, you're paying them the money. It's time to prove it, though. So wait, are you talking about job job costing on the management side or something? Well, somebody has to take a fall. Okay. If it so, continues. Okay. So the way I projected it, I love no nonsense, Nick, by the way, this is good. So the the I've always said is that of the there's gonna be two real pissed off teams that don't make the playoffs. Yep. Ottawa's rebuilding, they're they're fine. And whichever two don't make it, already two have fired their coaches. Okay. Yep. I mean, that just shows how it is. And whichever two do not make it, mm-hmm. there's likely a shoe to fall, a coach or a general manager. Now, I, first of all, I, I couldn't see that happening in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Dubas, uh, Brent, Brendan Shanahan is big time on Kyle Dubas as general manager. I don't think that's changed. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, they're, they're, hey, certainly in Vancouver, a coach or GM will get fired, or maybe both, if they don't make it. They're hot. Um, <laughs> Winnipeg won't fire the general manager. Yeah. Edmonton won't fire the general manager. But, you know, in Toronto, it's it's interesting. Like, this is, uh, if it came to that, like, wow, that they did not make the playoffs, wow. I I, I hadn't even thought it through because yeah. I'm, I'm big on, because one thing they've set up this year, uh, I like the way from top to bottom there's been a cohesiveness. They've done the job right, which last year Mike Babcock are, highlighted how dysfunctional it was starting the season out of whack and the coach's office and the general manager's office. They've been in sync. They've played like a team in sync. They act like an organization in sync. And let's see this funk, how they can get out of it in the short term. Big term, if they carry on and do not make the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. Look, like we're, we're just talking through I know, this. but you have to it, reprogram yeah. me for that. But, no, that's but, fair. But hey, anything, yeah. get, like, like wow, stranger things have happened. Well, and I just want to give it context. Like, I'm not saying, hey, fire Dubas. I, I'm just saying there, there's, 
somebody will have to take a fall if they can't figure it out, you know, whether it be goaltending or you can't find a way to get back on track. Granted, again, these are the conversations that will be had in this market. Whether we laugh or not, they've lost six to seven, three in a row. The sky's not falling. They'll come back tomorrow. Granted, probably win that hockey game and it'll be a, a you know, null point. But I, you know what? The one last thing is yeah. Brendan Shanahan, and he'll state, he'll state, state it, and he goes, I know this isn't a fun answer, but you just go back at it again. Okay. Yeah. And 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 he experienced that with the Red Wings as well. Um, I, I'm trying to think what period he was there, but it, it was a little bit later. But early on, what did the Red Wings do? They kept going at it till they got their goaltending fixed, right? Yeah. And they they probably three or four years earlier should have won one cup, and then they won a batch of them. And so that's where Brendan gets the whole mindset that you know what? No, uh, we're not going to trade Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, whatever. But yes. Obviously, goaltending would be the casualty. Yeah. I mean, like it's a casualty if they don't have playoff success, but regular season success, you know. And the other part tomorrow, is Jack Campbell 100% healthy? I know, that's my like, question. Like, like, Are we on. just throwing him in there because Hutchinson did what he did on Sunday, Well, yeah, right? like, you know, like, yeah. so so never mind Austin's wrist. Are we, are, we, are we playing goaltenders that aren't 100%? And again, I got to be fair, too. And I know I've been critical of Freddie Anderson in, say, the last 15 minutes, but we have no clue what's happening, right? The guy could be 50%, 60%, and nowhere close, but he's playing because Michael Hutchinson, period. Yeah, Freddie right? Anderson's body of work. He's the best goaltender yeah. in Toronto since Ed Balfour and Curtis Agreed. Joseph. Okay? Agree. And a great trade. Yeah. Uh, stellar five years in that. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, the good news and bad news is, I think it's good news. Well, yeah. it's good news right now. They get to go back at it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is if we're on Leafs Nation post game and our talks are along this of being what? What would it be? A uh, eight out of nine? Seven of eight? Yeah. Seven of eight. Excuse me. Seven of eight. Close Get enough. ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I only missed by one. Well, they do have Ottawa. That's next why you're Thursday. no nonsense, Nick. I'm too busy being gorgeous, <laughs> Gord, according to the uh, introduction. They do have Ottawa on Thursday. Can't wait for that one. Mm. Especially what happened Sunday. I'm still not over that. That said, we're just getting started here in Leafs Nation post game. That's Gord Stellick. I'm Nick Alberga, still to come. Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca, Sheldon Keefe, and others as we try to break down this uh, this tough loss, although Jacob Markstrom, again, he's uh, worth every penny in my estimation. I thought he was solid. A couple big-time saves in the second half of this game. Mark Giordano, the local product, scores the uh, the winner on the power play, a 4-3 win for Calgary. That's three in a row and six of seven for the Maple Leafs. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic once again. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet, 5-9 of the fan. Blue and white at night. We this is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, and the Leafs Radio Network. Missed a hit there from Richie as it's brought back in by Spencer into the slot, and a shot, rebound, and front scores! Jason Spencer gets a bit of a gift. The first shot was blocked, it came right out to him in the slot, and because he was a right handed shot, he can get it away in a hurry, and the Leafs are on the board, down 2-1. to one. No doubt about it, the bottom six came to play tonight. Shout out to Scarborough. Welcome back, Wayne Simmons, who picked up an assist on the Spezza goal there back after missing 18 with a broken wrist. All came in a loss, however, 4-3 here to the Calgary Flames. The Maple Leafs have dropped three in a row and six of seven. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you. You look at the numbers for Wayne Simmons, his first game since February 6th, Gord. One assist, 1036 of ice. What'd you think? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. He, he uh, tried to engage early in the game physically. And just you saw that goal, the perfect cut in front at the right yeah. time. There's no bigger body blocking. Did not go in the crease. And uh, that provided the spark. They were down 2 nothing, And, and Jason Spezza's uh, got his share of uh, timely goals as well this year. A little mystified, too, as we are about to play uh, Wayne Simmons postgame. The three stars in this game, one not named Jacob Markstrom, Number three, Alex Kerfoot scored one of the smelliest goals I've seen in my life. Derek Ryan, number two, and Rasmus Anderson, the first star of this game. But so be it. Uh, we hear now from Wayne Simmons. Wayne, not the result you wanted, but uh, how did you feel the first game went? Um, all, all things considering, I thought, you know, it was pretty decent. Um, you know, I was able to um, do the things I want to do out there. So, um, you know, but it doesn't matter much if you don't get the two points. But, you know, I think personally, I, I felt okay. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Wayne, from a team perspective, uh, you know, what was the difference in that result there? Um, you know, I thought Calgary did a good job of clogging the middle, um, you know, in their zone. I thought we had a lot of offensive zone time, um, you know, a lot of, you know, shots directed at the net. Um, I think, you know, tomorrow we got to maybe do a better, not maybe, we definitely got to do a better um, job 
you know, getting second and third opportunities and, uh, you know, breaking through their box and in front of their net there. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Wayne, what was your perspective on how Justin influenced the game? Justin Hall influenced the game with his physical play and then did what he had to do in that fight with Kachuk? Yeah, I thought he did a great job. Obviously, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, you want to get some licks on their other better players. And, you know, he did a great job there. That was a big hit on Goudreau there. Um, guy came up the ice after him. He handled himself. And then Kachuk challenged him to a fight. And, you know, he handled himself again. So, um, you know, the boys love to see that. And, you know, I, I personally love that stuff. This is a tough time for the team right now in terms of the results. What's your sense of how the group is reacting to this stretch? Um, you know, I think we got a pretty good group in there. You know, we're not trying to get too low. Obviously, when you're doing well, you don't want to get too high. You want to stay even killed. Um, you know, we know we're doing some good things, but at the same time, you know, we're having these little mistakes that are ending up in the back of our net. So for us, it's, you know, we got to make sure that we're playing a full 60 minutes and, you know, not can't be 50, can't be 55. It's got to be the full 60. There you have it, Wayne Simmons. Sorry, I was chuckling over that cliche, but he's right. Like, uh, you know, oftentimes that cliche is used a lot in the sporting world, play the full 60, but I, I think he's right. And certainly a bit more amplified with this loss because a lot of their mistakes cost them in the long run, Gord. Yeah, they really do. They really do. It just uh, it, this one, it wasn't so much odd man line rushes, which you'd seen other ones. I mean, yeah. we had, you know, Morgan Riley, who who I'm big on, has had like a bad giveaway seemingly every game, at least True. one in the last, you know, five or six games. And, that first goal uh, as well, it talked about all the Leafs were on one side of the ice in the defensive zone. I mean, and then you add the fact that, uh, by and large, the goals weren't on great shots for starters. Uh, that, that's, not a, that's not a good mix. You're right, and I, for one, uh, expected a bit of a letdown with the uh, dealing of uh, Miko Lettinen, and we're seeing that right now. The Maple <laughs> Leafs, uh, life without Jimmy VC is not going too well so far. A 4-3 loss here to Calgary. Alex Galchenyuk makes his debut before we get to his audio uh, minus two, but again, plus minus, not a big time stat anymore. Played eleven nineteen. I thought all in all, in all, like that line was decent enough for me. I thought you were kidding about the three stars. Those really are the three stars. <laughs> you had to look. Eh? So Who Anderson, Derek stars? Ryan, and Kerfoot. Holy mackerel! Well, I, maybe they're just gone. I don't know. Like so. Anyway, okay. What did you ask? You asked me about Kilchenko. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think of that line? I I I liked it, and he got down early because yeah. they they were victimized some bad goals. He was a minus two early, and like you said, yeah. It's, see, this is where plus minus hurts. Both ways, because they're soft goals both ways. To yeah. you know, there are a couple in, and so you get unfairly unfairly get a plus sometimes, and you unfairly get victimized with minuses. And then, then I thought I thought after he competed really well, I thought after he competed really well. So uh, I, I was encouraged by Alex Galchenyuk tonight. Yeah, we have to give them credit too. They drew a two nothing hole really early on and battled back to find a way in this hockey game. But again, uh, that's the prevailing theme, no doubt about it. I, I think we have to call a spade a spade. The goaltending just wasn't good enough tonight. Uh, Freddie Anderson, four and eighteen. We expect Jack Campbell will be back uh, tomorrow night for that game, and we anticipate it'll be David Riddick on the back-to-back. Although I'll say a couple weeks ago, Calgary went with Jacob Markstrom on the back-to-back, so you just never know. They're feeling good about life right now. Markstrom bounced back after just was a big-time critic of himself on Wednesday, and that we talked about this watching the game, Gord, before we get to Galchenyuk. The, Sometimes you got to step up and raise your play as a goalie. And I give full credit to call yourself out and then to to go out and show it like Kachuk and, and, and Markstrom did tonight. It's pretty damn impressive in my book. Yeah, Markstrom in the third period. Yeah. And, and, and see, because the Leafs kitty barred the door yeah. in the third period, but that's when Markstrom came up big. And by the way, David Riddick, you say his name, and this recent spell of phenomenal goaltending, he had a phenomenal start against the Leafs. Remember that? Remember he was the last I second. To it, yes. He was the last second replacement, and yeah. he and he played he played lights out against the Leafs. Well, that was the one where Nylander scored late, right, and then scored yeah. no T. So let's hope it's a different story, and the Maple Leafs win seven one tomorrow, and then we can just forget this entire conversation happened. Uh, for now, we've uh, we've uh, worked to it. Here is uh, Alex Galchenyuk. Hey, Alex, uh, you wanted a better result tonight, but how did you feel personally uh, coming back and uh, on the line you were on? Uh, definitely feel pretty good. Uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of emotions, and uh, it's a tough one. I thought we stick with it, and uh, we're going to find it towards the end, but I let it slip away from us. But a uh, good thing about hockey, you know, it's back-to-back. We're going to go back at him tomorrow. Thank you. We'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Alex, how would you describe what the chemistry was like with you, John, and, and William tonight? I work hard. Uh, we're good on the forecheck. Stick with it, and... Uh, Obviously, you know, chemistry takes a little bit of time, and uh, but I think with the with our work ethic, and uh, we'll find it. And uh, you know, we're trying to stick with it, throw it on that a few times, and a couple of few lucky bounces. But uh, you know, we'll stick with it and go out tomorrow. 
What did you like the most about your game tonight? I mean, I don't know. I have to go back and look at some chefs, but, uh, you know, definitely thought I was moving pretty well about hard. And uh, at the same time, I don't want to make it about myself. You know, we lost and uh, it's a tough one and I got to recuperate and, uh, you know, find a way to win tomorrow. Okay, there you have it. Alex Galchenyuk, a new lease on life now with the Maple Leafs. Again, started on the second line, kicked around a bit. We, we saw the lines go in a blender. Uh, I liked what I saw briefly by the, uh, I guess I'll call him a fourth line with like Thornton, Spezza and, and Simmons. It's a cool different look. Yeah, that's. I, I kind of wonder about the oldest line you've ever had together <laughs> for the Toronto Maple Leafs, like in, in all seriousness. It so, worked. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, although Simmons is a little bit younger. There's one other you have to yes. throw up there that way. Obviously, yeah. Thornton Spets and I don't know. We'll pick another one. Maybe he's the third oldest on that team. Oh, well, so anyway, I digress that way, but I did like it. And I like the way Joe Thornton's played since coming back as well. Cause I think people are always waiting for him to, Oh, there we go. There's the brittle guy. There's the old guy. There's whatever. But, uh, uh, I, I there's been a mutual respect that Dubas kind of he's moved him around a little bit more, you know, but he gives him enough first line chance, but also he slides into the fourth and, and Joe Thornton always does it like a real pro. Quick question, maybe a quick answer. Do you expect the same lineup outside of the goaltending change tomorrow night? I see no reason not. You yeah. know, I don't. What, what are you gonna like, Travis Boyd? I, you know, I don't know what else. Like Nick Robertson, at some point, I don't think. I think Galchenyuk yeah. was the Galchenyuk and Simmons coming back to me both at positive nights. So um, you're satisfied with that? All right, fair enough. And again, we'll have Leafs Nation post game following tomorrow night's game. Um, a sort of quiet run for the Maple Leafs, four and fourteen. So hopefully they can get back on track tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. Still to come, Luke Fox, Sportsnet.ca, Sheldon Keefe, and others. We roll on a four-three loss here to the Calgary Flames. This is Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet five nine of the Fan. Breaking down. What's up? What's up? This is Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet five ninety the Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. by Backlund. They come back to the point with a shot. They score! Right off the faceoff. And a blast by Mark Giordano beats Anderson. And it is 4-3 Flames. I'll tell you what's up. Another loss. The captain of the Calgary Flames, the local product, the game winner, a 4-3 loss here to the Flames. Toronto's dropped three in a row, all in regulation, six of the last seven. Nick Alberga and Gord Selleck breaking it down here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5.9 of the fan, the fan. You can chime in on Twitter, at the Golden Muzzy, at Gord Stelic. But again, uh, just too many goals going in from too far, especially in the National Hockey League. They need to be stopped sometimes. But I know Sheldon Keefe, and we'll get to him later on, called a couple of those goals. Tough luck. Would you agree, Gord? Um, yeah, I don't know what, what the term really means all the time. <laughs> but, you know, he, he has had a lot of tough luck of late. But you sort of create your own success and you create your own tough luck mm. as well. And uh, so, Hey, he's got to stick up for the goaltender. Why wouldn't he? And the teammates certainly want to stick up for him. He's their guy, but he's had a little bit of everything. So, so say, so he's had some deflections. Yeah. He's had some deflections that I think people have unfairly criticized. that should have been stopped. I'm not talking tonight. I'm talking whatever in this, in this slide. And then he's had tough luck. Okay. I'll give you that a bit but he just hasn't played very well. That's the first and foremost. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fine with that synopsis. Certainly, I think you're you're more under the microscope when you're losing games and you're surrendering goals the way you are and, and the tough luck, if it's that. Um, again, once you start winning games and, and maybe start winning 5-3 games, again, we're not talking as much about the goaltending, but certainly it's uh, uh, under conversation, no doubt about it right now. Uh, tough night for Freddie Anderson, 4-18. Four on, four on Here he is after this one. Freddie, could you assess your game tonight, please? Uh, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff going on. I think uh, the three of the goals obviously were, were right through traffic and something I can probably got to look at and see what uh, we could have done differently, try to fight through it and, and, and find those puck quicker. So that's, uh, that's uh, I don't know what else you want to uh, talk about specifically. Thank you. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Freddie, uh, what did you see on the, the Tanev goal at the end of the first period there? Uh, yeah, he got it on the on the flank, and originally I saw it uh, on the left side of the screen, and then as he uh, as he dragged it over, I had to switch uh, switch where I was uh, trying to track the puck, and just as he uh, as he was releasing it, I, I saw it, and it was just too late to, to really yeah track it in and, and get something on it. So, uh, like I said before, it's something probably got to look at to to try to be more aggressive and. 
and uh, yeah, maybe fight a little bit harder for her to get that uh, get eyes on that puck. You spoke yesterday about trying to regain that confidence, knowing that you're close and it's right there. How how big is the challenge when it comes to the mental side of the game right now? Yeah, it's difficult when night like tonight where everything seems to, to kind of find a way through traffic and and um, yeah, it, it's uh, I know personally I I didn't lose my abilities to play good and same goes for a team too. I think we we want to get out of this little swamp here and and, and start winning some hockey games and. And I know no one, uh, like I said, no one's losing their abilities overnight. It's uh, it's just a matter of uh, yeah, putting it together. I think uh, it's something that starts by me looking inward and, and doing what I can do uh, yeah, to play my best in hockey team. And last one here, we'll go to Mark Zulinski, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Mark. What are you finding in the second half um, teams generating a lot more traffic in front of you? And, it, and like you said, it's something you've got to fight through. Yeah, I mean, it was obvious tonight, so I think uh, I think it's something we'll see more and more, and um, that's that's the playoff-style uh, hockey when you when you go to the net and just try to find, uh, yeah, find uh, shooting lanes through the through the screens, and, and also if there's some loose pucks, it's tougher to pick up for everyone because um, everyone's busy either boxing out or, or trying to stop the first puck, so that's, uh, that's obviously something we're going to, um, yeah, need to, to work on a little bit, and and um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see it more. All right, there you have it. Freddie Anderson, 4-18 on, on this 4-3 loss to the Calgary Flames. With that, we bring in Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca to help break it down. Luke, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, your thoughts on another loss that's three in a row in six of the last seven? Yeah, there's been a few like this where the Maple Leafs tend to dominate play and end up with a big fat L. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. Uh, I think that the their record over this last stretch, the fact that, you know, they haven't had a regulation win since March the 3rd would suggest that this is not a good team right now. But when you watch them play or, or you look at the underlying numbers, most of the time they have the puck in the other team's zone. Um, and they're getting chances and they're generating lots. Uh, but there was some couple of bad penalties. And, you know, the, the big thing that, that, you know, stands out is, Freddie Anderson let four in, um, and yeah, he said, you know, there was there was some traffic on three of those. You know, the first one goes off Travis Dermott, and all of a sudden they're playing from behind again. But you know, that Tanev goal, I, I to me that was the backbreaker because Spezza had just scored. The Leafs had gotten some momentum despite a slow start, and things were starting to turn. And then you you take another step back. And there's just moments in the game where you need a save. And to me, that was the one, the Chris Tanev goal um, from long range, you know, beats Freddie. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the good news is Jack Campbell's healthy. Uh, he's going to start tomorrow, but he might be a little rusty. So we'll see uh, if there's a different story in, in the Nets tomorrow. Well, and certainly, you know, like I say, big picture, I'll, I'll go to bat for Freddie all the time, what he's done, but it's no question. They're getting out goaltended all the time, and this guy didn't stone him tonight. He, in the third period, Markstrom did, but, you know, that what that was the difference, and good on Freddie for facing the music uh, afterwards, but I, I'm just, okay, why is Freddie not 100% in playing? We're talking about Austin Matthews. Now, why, were the, why have the Leafs been playing a goaltender who volunteered, I think he did, to try to cover, you know, a little bit about what's ailing him that he's not 100%. I think that shows a lack of trust in Michael Hutchinson. That's that's what I take from it, right? Um, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, Freddie's Freddy trying to, well, you know, do the hockey thing, right? You man up, and even if you're 70 or 80%, um, you put your hand up and say, I'm good to go. Um, and it's no secret that this organization views Hutchison as just an emergency option. Um, and if Jack Campbell had been healthy, I'm sure he would have taken the ball and, and ran with it for a while. Uh, but I guess Anderson was slightly healthier than Campbell. So he went in um, and it was pretty revealing this week that Anderson admitted, yeah, he's, he's been battling something and playing through um, some sort of lower body pain. Um but more than that, I think it's the confidence. You know, he said, you know, I, I need my confidence back and I know I'm going to get it. That's that's a kind of scary, scary notion, I think, for a team that is supposed to be, um, you know, the number one seed and supposed to be a dominant team in this division. 
to have, uh, you know, something shake a little bit shaky between the ears, between the pipes. With Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca, the Maple Leafs lose at 4-3 against Calgary. Nick Alberga and Gord Selleck with you on Leafs Nation postgame. So Alex Galchenyuk, as you know, Luke makes his debut tonight. Uh, not really looking at the plus-minus, but minus 2, 11-19 of ice. What did you make of his debut? Yeah, uh, kind of a, a rough start in that a couple goals went in um, during his first three shifts. But, um, you know, Keith said he liked what he saw. He said that his forechecking was actually uh, pretty determined and um, there's an aspect of his game that, you know, kind of was a pleasant surprise to Sheldon when he really started pouring over a video of Galchenyuk. He knew that he had a, a heavy shot, um, you know, former 30-goal scorer. But uh, his tenacity um, on dump-ins was something that I think impressed his coach. And that's what you want from that that third element of the uh, Tavares-Nylander line, right? You need a, a guy that, that's doing a little bit more of the grunt work. And I thought he was pretty engaged. You know, he got in, up in a couple of flame spaces. He seemed to, to you know, be pretty pretty intense kind of shot out of a cannon as well he should be you know it's his first game for a new team um so i the suggestion was he's going to get another look at on that line again tomorrow night and and we'll see i I think it's uh kind of a a, I, i wouldn't expect it to be a long leash for him but if he can impress and hold on to that job then then good on him and, you know, to go back where we started, uh, like, I just agree with your perspective and Sheldon Keefe's as well. I mean, they've laid a strong foundation this year, unlike last season. And uh, and they've outplayed so much in these uh, six out of seven losses right now. So whether it's, you know, win it for the goaltender or Jack Campbell come up big or something, I think I think this is a, a good kind of little hiccup to have along the way if you want, if you're to get to where you hope you can get in the playoffs. Yeah, and and you look at teams that that go deep. It's never you know smooth sailing through the whole regular season. It, it, all good teams go through a, a bumpy stretch, um, and you know I, I think it probably will serve them well in the long run. The fact that Winnipeg's coming now, Edmonton seems to be getting its act together. Uh, heck, even Vancouver's on on a bit of a roll now. I, I I think if you know if you were to draw it up, you wouldn't want to cruise through the division with a, a cushy, you know, eight, 10 point lead all the way through. Some fans might like that. Um, but, but I think ad- adversity now could serve them well in, in the long run. That said, you know, you want to stop the bleeding, losing, losing six of seven. It's, it's getting to the point where, okay, they, they need a win. I think especially tomorrow night, you know, prime time Saturday night before another little mini break because the games are going to come fast and furious in about a week here. They're going to average uh, a game every two days. So uh, it would be nice to, to get a, a W under the result tomorrow. No question about it. Time to persevere. Luke, thanks so much for this. Appreciate it. All right. Have a great night, guys. You as well. That's Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. Nick Alberga joined alongside Gord Stelic. We'll hit the break, wrap things up, and hear from Sheldon Keefe after this 4-3 loss to Calgary. That's three in a row and six of seven. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet, 5-9 of the fan. We need to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, back here to wrap up Leafs Nation postgame. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic via Twitter. A 4-3 loss here to Calgary, three in a row, six of seven. Last but not least, we hear from the head coach of the Maple Leafs, Sheldon Keith. Hi, Sheldon. How tough was it to uh, play from behind again tonight, uh, especially based on the things you worked on uh, during the week and, of course, uh, talking about having uh, Fred have a better start tonight? Yeah, very tough. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough sport to play. Uh, anytime you give up the first shot on on net, uh, it's tough. You know, and when things are going the way they are uh, or where they had been for us as a team, you know, you, you get some time to regroup a little bit and then to have that be uh, – you know, the first, the first shot ends up in your net is it's, that's, that's tough. And, you know, uh, you know, I think there's traffic there. It hits, it hits terms on the way in, on the way in changes direction. And you know, we, 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 if we find our way back, uh, you know, we get the game all tied, uh, you know, then to lose a draw on the penalty kill. Um, and again, it goes in off of, uh, you know, off our guys ass again the second time. So, so some tough luck, uh, tough luck there. That's how that's the way it's going. We, we just got to uh, continue to focus on the things that we can do to not put ourselves in those positions 
where those those pucks and those you know those those pucks can't be directed at our net. Those pucks aren't in our zone because we can we can do a better job structurally. I thought uh, in each of the goals, there's you know there's uh, situations there we can do a lot better uh, and not put ourselves in, in those positions. I don't think we did that much today. You know, we have, I don't know how many shots we gave up, but not very many. Didn't give up very many chances at all. Um, yet, I think there's things we can do a whole lot better uh, on the ones that did end up going in. Thank you. Next up, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Sheldon. What major differences have you noticed in the Flames' attack and how they defend under Coach Daryl Sutter? Uh, you know what? That's uh, hard to say, to be honest. Uh, like, like focus on the two games we played them in here. You know, we if they were games we didn't get much offense uh, previous, so uh, that team's played us hard. Um, you know, when we've watched them in the games coming into tonight, you know, you, you see, you know, they think they're they're playing a little more, a little more direct, uh, a little more focus on the four check. Uh, protecting the net a little bit better, all those kind of things. But it's hard for me really to, to pinpoint and say that because that team has played us real hard, in, in, especially in this building. Uh, and it's been difficult for us to, to get to the net, in, you know, in all three games we've played against them here. We'll go to Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Hey, Sheldon, what do you expect out of uh, Campbell Toronto, given that he hasn't played in a while? I expect I expect him to battle the way that he has. Um, you know, I know he's played great for us, so he's a guy who goes in with a ton of confidence. And obviously, you know, no matter who's in goal for us, we've got to just focus on our game in, in front of the goaltender and protect him uh, and do a good job with good structure. And, and that's obviously an area we've got to continue to get better, no matter who's in goal. I mean, we've we've used three goalies here. Uh, you know, if you go all the way back to that Edmonton series, we've used three different goaltenders and found ways to succeed no matter who's in that. Uh, but I uh, certainly know, you know, the guys are going to want to play hard for Jack tomorrow. Uh, and he's worked real hard to have himself ready and uh, certainly expecting you know, a great uh, and competitive effort from him. But we got to focus on on all the guys that are playing in front of him. I've got to find ways to be better. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Sheldon, you guys obviously had such a strong start to the year. I'm wondering, are you sensing any doubt or frustration creeping in with the way that the last stretch of the games have gone? Well, I don't, I don't think doubt uh, at all. I think we're, we're still confident. I think especially, you know, you look at each of the games, uh, you know, you, maybe, you know, take out the, the, the previous two to this one here today. I think in each of those games, we're carrying play. We're generating more chances than we're giving up and, um, you know, we're on the wrong side of games. So I, I think that, you know, you, you still have a, a great deal of belief in terms of your process and what you're capable of doing as a team. But uh, today here again, you know, obviously we chase the game, give up the first shot, uh, first shot on goal. And the second one, you know, just a, you know, a bad line change by us leaves us exposed. Um, so little things like that, 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 you know, that are self-inflicted that you can clean up. So I think the fact that we've, been in each game or really carried play in each game and each game has been so close you feel like you you know it can it can get on the other side uh in a hurry um so so no no doubt in that sense but you know it's certainly frustration i mean you, you know you you want it to you want it to flip and and, and uh, get the results going back but that doesn't do us any good you know we've, we've got to just regroup here and uh, recognize this is an opportunity for us to to realize how it is we need to play and how consistent we need to be. Um, I expected us to have a little bit of a lull coming back coming into the game here. You know, just having the biggest break we've had all season without a game. Um, you know, but uh, we didn't expect us to have to dig our way out of a hole. Um, I thought we got our legs, just got going, uh, especially you know at, at times. Uh, at times uh, in the second period and through the third, just, you know, we had the puck, we had pressure and all those kind of things, no signs of life for us. But, uh, you know, we've, we've got to find a way to get a win here. And, and then, you know, all of a sudden, just everything eases up a little bit, but it's not going to be easy. And last one here, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Sheldon, what's the note about Galchenyuk's de debut tonight? 
I thought he skated real well. I thought he forechecked real well. Um, I think that's an underrated part of his game, something that's somewhat unexpected. Uh, just the more I, I watched his game on, on video, you know, both to the NHL uh, with Ottawa and, and this time with the Marlies, just the way he moves his feet and gets, gets up the ice and, and puts pressure on the other team's defense. I think that created uh, some opportunities for his line today, really helped them uh, spend time in the offensive end. And when he has the puck, he's confident and he looks to make a play with it. So, um, you know, I, I liked his game today. It looked to me like he, like he had the potential to, you know, to score if, if, if a puck uh, came to him in the right spot. You know, and he looked like, you know, he was hungry, he had good legs. So I was encouraged with what I, with what I saw from him. All right, the uh, breakdown there from Sheldon Keefe. Uh, lastly, breaking down what he th- uh, thought of Galchenyuk, who again will likely play tomorrow night on that very same line, but the Maple Leafs got to get out of this, Gordo. Well, and because they have a long break after tomorrow, do you really want five more days of everyone talking to us and everybody else what's going on with the Leafs? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, just hey, business as usual. If they keep playing the way they're playing, they should get back to winning their share of games again problem is and nobody really asked it there because it's about the goaltending how you handle ordinary goaltending and you know i guess the question was asked about jack hamill what you expect and is is he going to be rusty tomorrow are we going to be talking again about a guy a goaltender not being 100 percent and uh that being a reason so let, let's hope let's hope for the first time in a number of games they don't get out goaltended yeah and i think at this point i'm just concerned for jack campbell making it through a start right it's a couple times this season where he gets hurt in a start and doesn't come back so i think it's the biggest stumbling block and again what we've seen so far this season guys coming back too prematurely right goalies anyway yeah yeah. so it's um anyway let's like i said let's get the goaltending straightened out i believe they will i believe they'll have a strong tandem and uh, once it gets back on track but uh, it's been off the track for about 10 days. No doubt about that. Leafs Nation post game coming up tomorrow night, hopefully after a Maple Leafs victory as they get set to host the Calgary Flames once again. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. Many thanks to Sam McKee and Josh Santos and Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. 4-3 loss here to the Calgary Flames. We'll talk tomorrow night.